0: What's going on, Dolphins fans? This is Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked On Dolphins. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022, and we obviously need to spend some time talking about the Brian Flores accusations against the Miami Dolphins. A heavy-hitting lawsuit that came out yesterday as the league transitions into February on the doorstep of this year's Super Bowl locked on dolphins your daily miami dolphins podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day What's up, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, the director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan. Your host here on Locked on Dolphins. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022, and I want to thank each and every one of you for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Obviously, I'm recording on Wednesday morning, so if you're an early riser, perhaps you're listening little later in the day than you might be accustomed to. But please understand with the accusations uh, against both the Dolphins and the NFL, this is a subject that I did not want to come out firing blankly from the hip on with knee-jerk reactions. That's a first-class ticket to sounding like a jackass and being ignorant on the subject at hand. And there are a lot of really important issues uh, that are coming out of this lawsuit that Brian Flores in a class action suit has filed against the NFL and all 32 of its franchises. Of course, with Brian Flores being the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, there are a number of instances throughout this lawsuit that do implicate the Dolphins on a handful of different things. Coach Flores, throughout the course of his lawsuit, had alluded to a number of different potential transgressions by the Miami Dolphins, and, and that had included... Uh, the optics of his termination from the team, uh, stating that he was cited as being uncooperative, uh, but that the Dolphins and that relationship was uh, presumably failed nearly from the start and doomed nearly from the start. And that then got into some very detailed accusations of a different kind as it pertained to the Miami Dolphins that illustrated the working dynamics that Coach was Experiencing here in the Dolphins, most specifically uh, some competitive integrity issues. And that's where I do want to focus the majority of our time uh, today, because I would absolutely agree that the hiring process in the NFL needs a lot of added attention it and a lot of hard questions asked about how it can be more representative of the player base, and of the population of the game in football. There is a dramatic disparity there, and change is required. Needs to continue to be uh, more progressive in finding opportunities and pathways that's not just incentivizing team with draft picks to hire a minority candidate. There's a lot of growth that's required in that area. But the, the vast majority of the heavy-hitting stuff against the Dolphins in this lawsuit is tied back to the workplace environment that Brian Flores dealt with, largely in due part because of owner Stephen Ross and his conduct as the owner of the team trying to influence uh, Brian Flores in the football operation standpoint. And if Brian Flores has legitimate evidence of what he has alleged against Stephen Ross, this is potentially, like, game over from my personal opinion. We as Dolphins fans, since Stephen Ross has bought this Miami Dolphins team, have endured a lot of negative headlines, I think is one way to put it. Uh, whether it was Bullygate or it was the Jeff Ireland versus Tony Sperano feud or the Joe Philbin and Donna Ponte versus Jeff Ireland feud or the Jim Harbaugh coaching, courting debacle from 2012 or whatever it was with Tony Sperano uh, or not being able to hire a general manager after firing Jeff Ireland or 10 months of courting an alleged sexual predator with 22 accusers, with nonstop rumors in the headlines for 10 months out of the season. And now an owner reportedly and allegedly accu- offering his head coach $100,000 for every loss in 2019, to ensure the team, quote-unquote, tanked correctly. Really? If we had not sat through all of these other things, I could maybe say that I was a little bit surprised. But this Dolphins team is consistently finding themselves in the headlines for all of the wrong reasons. And... An owner offering a coach six figures for every loss uh, is a severe violation of the integrity of the game. And then also there was the uh, yacht incident, which was Stephen Ross allegedly had asked Brian Flores for his help in recruiting a quote-unquote prominent quarterback, which many outlets have suggested, is Tom Brady, uh, back ahead of the 2020 offseason to become a member of the Miami Dolphins. And Brian Flores refused, uh, and then Stephen Ross allegedly had asked Brian out to lunch on his yacht and then said, oh, so-and-so just so happens to be in the area. He's going to swing on by. And Brian said, no, thank you, and promptly left. And from that point on, Brian Flores alleges, he was labeled and tabbed within the organization as uncooperative. And that then, throughout the next two years, had smoldered and and built into coming to a head with him being fired after the end of the two thousand and 21 season, of course, uh, in which he had led the Dolphins to their first consecutive winning seasons in 20 years. online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a few weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcast news this season, and it's not just football. BetOnline has... Up to minute info on pro and college hoops, the NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online where the game starts. The Dolphins, for their part, uh, did release a statement uh, combating the allegations against the team by Brian Flores in this suit. Uh, they pushed a statement out shortly after the news of the suit uh, broke against the NFL. And the, the statement by the team read as follows. We are aware of the lawsuit through the media reports that came out this afternoon. We vehemently deny any allegations of racial discrimination. and are proud of the diversity and inclusion throughout our organization. The implication that we acted in a manner inconsistent with the integrity of the game is incorrect. We will be withholding further comment on the lawsuit at this time. So as we forge forward from here, um, the Miami Dolphins are going to continue to be perceived uh, as one of the dysfunctional franchises in the NFL. And they've done nothing to uh, warrant any consideration for being anything else. This is, unfortunately, just the latest stop along the way, and it's extremely frustrating and disheartening uh, to know that under the surface, if these allegations on all fronts against the Dolphins are true, that uh, this is a team that that feels like it's really going to struggle under its current ownership group to suss out the issues and, and become one of the proud successful, consistently competitive organizations across the league. You don't hear this stuff about the Green Bay Packers. And I get it. The Green Bay Packers are owned by, like, the entire state of Wisconsin. But I digress. Um, That is the only component about a team that you can't change either unless the person in charge decides to sell the team. And... I'm going to be completely honest, and I know a lot of Dolphins fans feel this way. I don't know that Stephen Ross is cut out to be a successful owner in the NFL as it pertains to fielding a successful championship-caliber team. Bill Parcells heard this guy was coming to town and said, I'll see you guys later, thanks. It was a fun time while it lasted. And you try to give somebody the benefit of the doubt that there's going to continue to be growth and learned lessons from mistakes that were made. But the Dolphins continue to find themselves mired in dysfunction at a rate that uh, Stephen Ross bought this team over a decade ago. The dysfunction that continues to be here makes it kind of challenging to believe that this organization is going to have somebody who's learned from those mistakes. So we are now at a point just in the past three years where Stephen Ross tried to directly influence the product on the field and tried to incite, allegedly, losing all your games. And then he tried to Influence football operations into going after Tom Brady. And then he's reportedly tried to promote the issue of going after Deshaun Watson. Are you the owner of the team? Are you Steven Ross? Are you hands off? Are you Jerry Jones? Are you in control of everything? we got to pick a lane here. And if you're going to be selective and only choose to put your foot down in certain areas when you want and be willing to do whatever it takes, regardless of, as alleged in this suit, the integrity of the game, that's a lot of hurdles to clear to just go win some playoff games and try and make a Super Bowl run you you got a real thin margin for error to thread the needle and get this thing right. And I guess that's the, being a Dolphins fan, long term, a long time Miami Dolphins fan, thinking about what was alleged from a competitive integrity standpoint by Brian Flores, And what that illustrates about the ownership of this football team and understanding that I don't know that the league's going to step in here and and ask Stephen Ross to sell the team, it's just kind of a gut punch. Never mind the other variables that, that are in play for equality in this lawsuit and as a class action suit, and it's already been reported that there are some other minority coaches across the league who feel like they have some receipts that they can contribute to this class action suit, which is against the NFL and all 32 of its teams. So this is probably going to get pretty hairy. And as somebody who loves the game of football, and you, you hate that it is this problematic in so many different ways, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These things are high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar, and they got 100% chocolate on all of their bars. They are absolutely delicious. And with about 130 to 150 calories per bar, they're going to help keep you slim. They're going to help keep you fit. And as we already said, and we can't stress enough, they're absolutely delicious. Right now, you can visit Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and save 15% off your next order. That is built.com, promo code LOCK15, to save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. So as far as the uh, lawsuit and allegation against the Miami Dolphins go, I um, I think it's important for me to continue to educate myself on the subject at hand and continue to make sure... If I am speaking on this matter, uh, I feel as though I have looked into it and and sought out enough opinions uh, from those who are more educated on it than I am. So uh, I understand the the, the thirst that Dolphins fans have for my opinions on everything uh, pertaining to the Dolphins, and I know that I've got a great listenership base. And you guys have been awesome and supportive. Uh, But this is not something that I feel comfortable just kind of shooting from the hip on. And I wanted to stress that because as this story progresses, we'll continue to talk about it. But this might not be something that you get the emergency podcast on because this is something I have to talk to people about and talk to people who have experienced it, talk to people who have lived it. Uh, so I hope you please understand that, you know, I am here for you in your, uh, needs as a Dolphins fan to react to anything that we get, but some things just require a little bit of due diligence on, on my part to make sure I'm not speaking ignorantly. One thing that I don't feel as though I need any extra time on to avoid speaking ignorantly on is some of these prospects down here in Mobile for the 2022 Reese's Senior Bowl, which is where I am at now. Uh, Watched yesterday's set of practices and was dialed in on wide receivers and defensive backs. And if the Dolphins do end up ultimately hiring head coach vacancy to be filled by Mike McDaniel, the offensive coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers, Uh, I have a name for you that's down here and a name who probably is not going to be a first round name and probably not going to be a second round name, but uh, a name that makes a lot of sense stylistically for what the needs of that Shanahan offense are going to require. And I'm talking about Christian Watson, the wide receiver from North Dakota State. Staples of the wide receiver play in the Shanahan system are run after catch and they're also physicality. You need wide receivers who can block linebackers and block safeties and get involved in the running game. Christian Watson is six foot four, two 211 pounds. And he's got a lot of pop and a lot of juice when he comes off the line. He's very explosive. But this was a guy who, at NDSU, and I understand North Dakota State is FCS-level competition, but that's why schools like the Senior Bowl, or events like the Senior Bowl, I should say, are so important because he's now on the field with players from all over the country playing against all different levels of competition. And he physically looked apart. He was tough to contain. Six foot four, two ten is six foot four, two ten. It's do you have that dog? And this was a guy who had North Dakota State run heavy offense, created, helped create a lot of splash plays because he was involved in the great in the run game and very effective in that component of the game. And then on top of that, he's got straight line speed. He's physical. There is, I, I think about Jawan Jennings being drafted uh, by the San Francisco 49ers in the middle rounds. And Christian Watson, I can say this already, and I haven't done a full deep dive evaluation of Christian Watson. He's a better football player than Jawan Jennings. And Jawan Jennings was somebody who was covered by the 49ers for all of those same traits. So I like Christian Watson quite a bit, if that is the direction that this offense is going to go. Another name that I would have soft circled uh, here in Mobile, and it's a player who um, is about his polar opposite of a wide receiver, if we're being honest, uh, Calvin Austin III. If you're looking for more separators, if you're looking for more speed, I mean, this this guy, we just got done talking about 6'4", 2'11", Calvin Austin's Five seven and a half, hundred and seventy three 173 pounds. Like, he's tiny, okay? But you could put him in a phone booth, and you still couldn't touch him because he's lightning quick. And as Miami, if we're going to try to build out an offensive skill set around Tua Tungvaloa, having somebody who has that kind of agility and short area quickness, um, you're going to get another separator type of receiver. And that is something Miami has struggled with greatly and needs to add more of is receivers who create early separation in their routes. It's why Jalen Waddell was able to have so much success this past year because that stylistically is the kind of receiver that he is. So today I'm on the trenches, which I'm excited for. We're going to be dialed in on O-line, D-line, Looking forward to bringing some new names uh, in addition to any other necessary reactions to the suit against the Dolphins and the rest of the NFL um, that come out over the next 24 hours. I do know Brian Flores is speaking uh, on a number of outlets this morning in regards to the suit that's been filed, and uh, I'm sure we'll actually, you know what, I'm not sure we'll get any more explosive tidbits because it's, it's in a suit right and anything that's discussed from this point on from a legal standpoint is probably going to be strategic uh, so I don't know that we'll get any other heavy hitting tidbits from, from Coach um, on the, the, the news circuit I know he's going on like CBS and ESPN's Get Up and all that kind of stuff today so uh, we'll see if anything comes of that that uh, requires our attention to also kind of talk through and I want to let you guys know that like we're here for each other as people who have chosen for whatever reason throughout their individual lives to love this football team, um, I'm here for you. Let's stick together. This is a, a challenging period, and um, we as fans of this team and as people uh, need to care for each other. So keep those chins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins of Kyle Crabs. Thanks, as always, for listening. You guys make it a good one. Talk to you again tomorrow.